Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. It's the list. And your girl. At Fightful.com. With Denise Salcedo. And Sean Rossap. They're on fire. Boom shakalaka. 200 strong. What's up, you guys? How do you like that intro, Denise? Isn't it wonderful? I love it. It gets me very excited. I, I, I feel very special that I have my own very special intro for when I, w- I fill in for Jimmy. I just want to say I worked way too hard on switching that up. It took me way longer than it really should have for me to do Why? that. What I'm not good. Part? I'm not good at that stuff. I'm really not good at that stuff. But but you did a whole musical. You did a whole music video <laughs> on me. You wrote a song from scratch. I mean, like, come on. Well, let me tell you, I've got other video projects that involve you in the can right now. May or may not ever be revealed, Denise. Excuse me? I wasn't yeah. aware of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I produced some videos over the last last recently, and it may, maybe it'll come out. I don't know. Haven't decided if it'd be good for for a, a show or not, but we'll see. We'll Why? see. How bad is this video that you're like wondering whether or not you should publish it? <laughs> what are we'll you going to do to me? <laughs> we'll see how it goes. When's your what birthday? When's your birthday, Denise? I'm not going to tell you. Here we go. I got you on Facebook. No. It doesn't matter. I'm going to delete everything. I don't have a birthday. I don't age. Sorry. You do not have a birthday. That's no. BS. Well, guys. I was never born. Sorry. Fightful turns five this year. What date? First week of July. First week of July. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's almost here. How exciting. You don't have your birth date on Facebook. Can you get out of my Facebook? <laughs> you know, I Let's haven't see. updated like my 14-year-old bio is still on there. Is your birthday January 1st? No, it says January 1st. Wikipedia says January 1st. I don't have a Wikipedia. I, oh, sorry. Google says it. Google is wrong. Let me let me show you this. What the? This I- is... This is incredible. By the way, guys, this is a wrestling news show. Uh, please leave your thumbs up. Please subscribe. Tap the bell for notifications. And also, uh, please donate a super chat. That gets your questions or statements read on the air. After this, we're just going to talk about uh, random theme music on <laughs> the list and your girl goes on. Look at this. That's not my birthday. That's Let's definitely see. not my birthday. Famousintro.com. You got one of these and I don't. I don't even know what that is. You I'm were sorry. raised in Bell Gardens, California? Yeah. Well, I mean, wait a hell and put all my information out there. It's, it's, you know it's already stalkers. out there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's okay. Maybe on May 18th, I'll, I'll post this video, Denise. Maybe. <laughs> Depending on how things go. You're a Taurus. Yes, you already knew that. I don't pay attention we to signs whatsoever. Sean, we had a whole conversation about this. Where's the height at? It doesn't have your height. Can you You're stop? The, <laughs> you are the number six 28-year-old journalist. You are the number 17 Taurus journalist. <laughs> you are the number 
14 journalist born in California. You were the number 19 ranked Denise. And here's my favorite. Damn, there's some other better. <laughs> here's my favorite. Denise's. Let me let me show you as far as popularity. Birthdays.com. Uh yeah, I am. So <laughs> I didn't well, make that. When I when they wanted me to be a musically star, they made it, not me. <laughs> Oh gosh, hold on, hold on. Here's There's my favorite one. Did this to me. Uh, and, and she is legitimately big on TikTok, even though she doesn't use TikTok I, anymore, yeah, guys. Not for But me. look at the popularity. <laughs> hey, where's yours at? Where is I, yours? I don't have one. See, you're not even ranked. I'm ranked. Oh, God. You know what though? My IMDB one went up. My ranking on IMDb, it went up, but then it went back down. So it really just depends on how my month is going. Oh, this is amazing. Ernie says, Denise is my neighbor. I was raised in Southgate. See, now Ernie Vasquez is going to come looking for Denise Salcedo. And also, yeah, I'm like right next to Southgate. Oh, man, I love this show already. I hate you, Sean. Please leave a thumbs up, guys. Please subscribe. This is you incredible. You just literally gave all my birthday. Like, you it's gave on birthday, the internet. My height, where I live. God, like, do you just want me to give you, like, my, like, might as well put everything out there. My car, my address, my driver's number. I already have your address. I mean, I already, go for it. Dang. I already have your address. The kidnapped Denise starter pack over here. Well, you know, we do what we can. <laughs> um, let's Let's get into the news. <laughs> Uh, Night Track says, did you see they announced Molly Holly is the first Hall of Fame inductee for 2021? Well-deserved. Victoria next, please. Yes, I hope that Victoria is next. But Molly Holly being announced for the Hall of Fame, I love it. She deserves it. Uh, She never got her – I don't think she ever got her just due, to be honest with you. Um, A lot of people don't know that she spent time in WCW as a member of Team Madness with Randy Savage. Then she came over, did some great stuff with the Holly Cousins, obviously, and then became a two-time women's champion, had a big match at WrestleMania that saw her get her head shaved. I almost feel like the appreciation for Molly Holly came after a lot of the things that she had already done because I remember like during her time I like she was always like liked and all of that she was very fun but I feel like the shine or the focus were on some of the other women so I feel like she was one of those people that were as appreciated as she should have during her time uh so I am happy that Molly Holly is obviously going into the Hall of Fame it is very well deserved and she's one of those people that anytime she comes in and makes any special appearance it's like not one person says one bad thing about Molly Holly. Like she is just, and I hear this from everybody that talks about her. That's like, she's literally the nicest person. And when I was on Sean Waltman's show, that was one of the things that he always talked about. Like he's a uh, Molly is just too nice for wrestling. Like she is genuinely a nice human being. And I've gotten to the point where I've never met Molly Holly. I want to meet Molly Holly just to see how nice she is. Like I'm genuinely intrigued by that. But no, I'm very happy for her. Very well-deserved. And I'm excited to see um, how many other names are going to be announced uh, as an addition to the 2020 inductees. I completely agree with you. She is someone who I did appreciate while she was there because I wanted to see more of a wrestling base even back then than was presented. It is very, very hard to outshine Lita and Trish Stratus. And that's the era in which she was present during. And during that era, you had a lot of really great talent that is – I think getting more appreciated 15, 20 years later, Victoria, Jazz, Molly Holly, Beth Phoenix towards the latter years, she sort of sort of led the transition out of that. But something that I've really liked, okay, we didn't see Molly Holly wrestle like at all after she left WWE. And she was still very young. And that was something that was a lot different too, Denise. The women were leaving wrestling way way younger than they they are now like it was not out of it wasn't out of the 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 norm for somebody to leave in at 28 years old like molly holly did and we we saw that so often it doesn't happen as much anymore and um i feel like a product of the times we were robbed of a lot of molly holly moments and robbed of a lot of moments of a lot of people because of how things were and I'm so happy that she came back at the Royal Rumble in 2018. I was so happy for that. She did the uh, Evolution Battle Royal. Love that. 
She was in the Royal Rumble last year. So happy about that. They they know that she's a, a good pop, like she can do that. And she was even in the Miss WrestleMania Battle Royal, which was I won't even talk about that because I'm, I'm frustrated even thinking about it. But, um, but it was definitely the landscape, I think, is where you're getting at. Because how many options were they really for those women that were leaving early? How many options were there for them realistically of other things that they can do, other places that they can go to have like a legit career? Like there are, you know, there's so many of those women during that time that, you know, just went off to do totally completely different things or we just never really saw or heard of them, you know, until maybe a while after. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And uh, I, I like that, that she's around now. I think that a few of those names that we mentioned, especially Victoria and Molly Holly would be very, very, very important names to keep around. You need more of a female influence backstage. Molly Bell, the great Molly Bell says, not many is deserving as Molly Holly, both in terms of in ring and out universally loved and respected. Yeah, that's that. I, you don't hear anything bad about her. And then our friend Maggie says, Molly Bell for Hall of Fame next. She'll get there if she keeps up her. If she's if Molly Bell is this good at writing this soon in, she'll be in some kind of Hall of Fame for the love of God. You need to start a fightful Hall of Fame. Come on, Sean, get to it. No, I'll be like Sean Waltman. And it's like, I'll just go in three years in a row. That It'll just be me. <laughs> you just keep putting yourself over. Yeah. All right, yeah. great. Good to know. Andrew Modigan says May 18th, Sean. Wow, now you're having people Google me? Jesus Christ. You know what, though? My Google presence is pretty. I got to give myself kudos for that. I got a lot of Google presence. It's better than mine. It really is. Yeah. And, Sorry. And you, Sean, you need to work on that. No, I don't. I don't want it at all. I'm, I'm, on, I'm listed on my town's Wikipedia page. Like, I don't have one, but they somebody has listed me on there, and I don't like that even. Do you like, not have an IMDb profile? No. What, what would I have one for? You should. It's a very good place to just have like quick resource, get to know who the hell is this person. If someone says who's Sean Ross app, who's Sean Ross app? Just some slap dick little, that talks about wrestling. Some little internet. paragraph of who you are. But I mean, it's it's a movie database. I've, I've been in one movie okay, for about I'll put that in there. <laughs> five seconds. I don't want that in there. It was one of the worst okay, movies don't ever. Put that in there. It was you can terrible. Put your fightful stuff in there. You can make a fightful page for IMDb and give Denise Salcedo some credit. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll think about it. Uh, poet, the poet, poet says first off, K A T rocks. What? What do you mean? Do you mean like? You mean Carl Anthony Towns? Maybe. Secondly, why did Kentucky make it illegal to offend a cop? Are cops like extra sensitive there or what? Yes, <laughs> they are. Is that really a thing? What's the rule? What's the? I don't know the story. I'm not hip to it. I'm gonna have to uh, to to look up look that up. But Zach Barber brings up a good point. He says, "Bring back John Laurinaitis is a slap in the face to every woman currently on the roster and all the progress women have made in WWE." That is a concern based on some of the women's talent I've spoken to today. Uh, FightfulSelect.com has a story on some of the concern there, some of the heat on people with in previous talent relation spots. But there is some concern there because he did spearhead the diva era and like the diva search era. And there's been a whole lot of progress made and some are concerned about that and understandably so. Right. And I just, I don't think that it would be something that would become undone because I just think that people's voices are a lot, a lot louder these days. You have a lot of different things. I know that Stephanie has been very, very vocal in campaigning for all of this like female empowerment woman type of stuff. And it would just look bad if they were ever to sort of, you know, go back and revert that, especially now, like, oh, so many of the great, like the great matches, so many of the, like the hot storylines, it's not just men, it's women. And so many people have their, you know, a lot of people, what they want to talk about is a lot of the female storylines, given when they're good, you know, when they're yeah. not good, then it's just like any other so, sometimes people want to talk about them when they're not good that too okay well you get what i'm saying like it's just i don't i don't think that they would be reverting back to that and i hope not because that would be very very like upsetting in so many ways but i don't think so i have faith especially considering uh the fact that they were heavily promoting how many women they got on the performance center like the biggest class of women that they got on there so it looks like they're really like looking to you know just do a lot with the women in general. 
Speaking of the women in general, while we were on the air Monday night, we kept getting these messages that were like, Peyton Royce, promo, fire emoji, all that stuff like that. Like, cut the promo for life. I don't think this is the best promo that Peyton Royce has ever cut. I, I mean, I thought it was good for her. It was good for her, and she needs a screen time. But I am well past the point of once a month, a new wrestler that is not being used going on Raw or Smack Talk and being like, I'm better than everybody else and I deserve to be used. Because, one, they ain't wrong, but they're not saying anything nobody said before. Uh, Peyton Royce should be used more. She should be used better. Um, I Like, what did you think of the promo? I mean, it got a lot of attention, and that's good for her. And I thought that she did good in the promo. Here's the thing. So, yeah, I the second after I finished the Raw podcast with you, I did go on and, you know, find this promo. And it wasn't very hard because everybody was, quote, retweeting it. Everybody was talking about it. And that's the thing. It didn't matter. This promo may not have been, like, her greatest or the bestest or whatever. But the fact that it got people talking about her and getting people to say, like, hey, Peyton Royce deserves so much more than what she's given. Or not even just deserves more, but at least deserves deserves a chance that's very key there's there's a difference between deserving a lot and at least getting a chance to show what she can do and she hasn't been given that whatsoever so in this interview with Peyton Royce I feel that there when I listened to it I gotta say I don't know like maybe I was just on a different mindset during this time but I felt like I related to what she was saying where there was a line and I forget verbatim what she said but she said that her potential is haunting her and I really like that and I get it a lot of people come out and they say all this stuff you know on smack talk or whatever show they're on they come out and they say all of like these generic things but I really did feel it from her because this is something that she is she's actually going through yes. I mean, what can you do if somebody has an opinion about you in the office or just doesn't see whatever you think that they should be seeing in you how much can you possibly do to change that perspective of that so I feel like this was a really good moment for her to get people talking about her because at the end of the day if people are talking about you and they're talking about you a lot then you know what the you know, the people that are making these decisions can finally be like, you know what, maybe we should do something with this person. Maybe if this, you know, people are talking about this, we should do something about it. And now I just think that people that are in Peyton Royce's position or in any other position, they really got to think outside the box in terms of trying to get themselves over. Because I feel at this point, if you're not being given the opportunity by the company, you got to make that opportunity. Like, I don't know how, whether it be on social media, I really don't know how, but you got to just think outside the box, man. And I think this was a good showcase for her. Zach Ryder is a really good indication from about 10 years ago. He wasn't being used and he got himself over to the point to where the rock was in the ring, but people were chanting for Zach Ryder. Now there's plenty to be desired about the way they booked him after that. But Peyton Royce is completely right. And again, that line about her own potential haunting her, I thought was great. I thought the subject matter of the promo was just something that I've, heard plenty of times before and it's unfortunate that we've heard it so many times that i'm not like fire emoji fire emoji <laughs> i mean i thought it was i thought she did great in it i thought she was awesome in it and i thought that ev uh, almost everything that she said was true um it's just that's that's the nature of wwe raw unfortunately unfortunately uh razor gem 555 to 666 says have you had a headache after watching wrestling I'm asking this because I got one after watching the AEW pay-per-view. Uh, I usually get them, if anything, because of the shakes and the cuts and stuff on another program, but not usually on this one. But, hey, keep those super chats rolling, guys. Really helps. I haven't gotten a headache watching wrestling. If I have a headache, I have a headache going into the show because of some other life situations, but not yeah. from an actual show. I That's why I'm wearing glasses right now. I get headaches in general when I don't wear these for now on, but, eh, you know. Well, speaking of that AEW pay-per-view, the explosion, oh boy. So we talked about quite a bit of this on Monday, and it was such a big thing that you and I were talking about it. We almost never talk about AEW on Mondays. It did not go the way that it was supposed to. I'm going to have more on FightfulSelect.com, hopefully this evening. Hopefully this evening. There's some stuff on the record and off the record that I was told about this. I, I can tell you that the Wrestling Observer Report 
that Kenny Omega was upset about this was very true. And he should have been Denise. He should have been upset. But um, there were people in AEW that were very upset about this too. First off, do you think that Kenny Omega has the right to do that? And knowing that Kenny Omega is upset, what do you think of them leaning into him as a storyline excuse for this? Okay, so I think everybody in this picture should be upset because you, okay, as a performer, so speaking, you know, in terms of, you know, everybody that was involved, John Moxley, Kenny Omega, Don Callis, like all of those people should be upset because you're putting the trust in the company to make sure that if, hey, if this is the plan, this is what we want to do, you're putting trust in them to actually do it right, to do it yeah. properly. It's not like Kenny Omega can be controlling these pyrotechnics or any of that. Come on, let's be real. That's not going to happen. So he, he built the bombs, Denise. Okay, and see, I hate <laughs> that storyline. I get it. That's like the quickest save that they can do. I get that 100%, but I think it's so dumb because I just think it completely buries Kenny Omega's character. And I get it. He's a heel. All right, fine. But to me, I didn't like it. I thought that it was really dumb. I thought that it made him look worse. Uh, and so I wasn't a fan of that. And then also, I kind of feel like they're sort of contradicting themselves too, because, okay, so they're blaming it on storyline wise, they're blaming it on Kenny Omega, correct? Yes. All right. But then they're taking down the videos on social media, correct? Yes, all we're right, gonna we're so, gonna get around to that. Well, let, let's let's cover that all yeah, in totality. Go. In totality, I'll, I'll catch people up on that. AEW has been copyright claiming some things like that. Um, I'll, I'll say th th there's a lot to this. First off, it's not anything out of the normal. That, like UFC does it all the time. WWE does it less often, but they also have more content. But WWE also does things like this. Um, Sometimes over just anything, other times over um, things that get a lot of heat, like the Seth Rollins thing or Enzo Amore showing up. But this is not out of the, the, the world of possibility. It is well within the company's rights to do this. Now, that being said, I've heard uh, from some people that said that AEW was like, hey, you got to pull the YouTube scrums down. That is well out of there. Like th that does not happen from UFC, MLB. Denise, have you ever had a company? No, I've never, never. had any issues with that. Never, ever, ever. Um, like anything like that. That is an overreach in my opinion. So while I, I think they are well within their rights to do like take down the explosion stuff, that was on their pay-per-view. Media scrum, press conference stuff, I think that is a, a vast overreach. WWE hasn't done it as much lately, Denise. I would be inclined to believe that's because pretty soon there will be a lot of people that do not have access to their archived footage for a while, which we're going to talk about that with the Peacock thing. But wait, it's so very wait, Sean, sorry, go back a little bit because I'm unfamiliar with what AEW is doing with the media scrubs. Can you emphasize? Are they just copywriting or they're bringing no, the video down? They well, they're they're asking some people to take them down. And saying that they can't be monetized. I've not had that interaction yet, but I've, I've heard of people that have that. And they uh, claimed monetization on the full gear scrums. Now, to me personally, I'm sitting there like, I'm up at one in the morning covering this stuff. Like, we're running these streams. If we use our equipment and our stuff, like, that's this isn't something that's copyrighted. It's not on TNT. It's not live on AEW's YouTube. It's not on pay-per-view. The explosion stuff is on their pay-per-view. We saw Tony Khan go at a girl today who was, quite frankly, well beyond fair use. I went and watched some of her videos. Uh, it was just her talking over top of full-on like matches and stuff, slowed down in an effort to skirt the copyright system. You can't do that. You can't just post like four minutes of something and expect it to stay up. The... Copyright automation that is set up in general, dog shit. And I can tell you, I know that from experience because we've had our stuff shut down. AEW very clearly was trying to get stuff down. I feel like we as viewers have maybe been spoiled to the point to where there's nobody that tries to protect their IP like that. So when somebody does, we're like, oh my God, no. 
I wish we could just tweet out anything that we wanted. I do. Like, I, I really do. But I understand why they would want to protect that. And especially such a mishap like that, Denise. Okay, well, two comments. First of all, the whole bringing down the videos on uh, or copywriting the scrums on YouTube is BS, all right? Because yes. as a press person, if you're going, and I mean, obviously this is you know done a little bit differently now in the virtual days, but if you're, let's just say non-COVID era, you're driving to an event, you're not getting one-on-one interviews and all you're able to get is a press conference, which let's be real, do not always get as many views as a one-on-one interview. And so, and you're, you're the one, you're, you're paying employees to record, to shoot, to ask yep. questions, to spend their time. They're paid for parking, pay for their own food. You do not, you do not copyright that and you do not bring it down obviously this was done in a virtual setting in a different way but that's still no if it's a press item you do not copyright that whatsoever now in terms of putting on full matches on the screens then yes that does deserve to be copyrighted and i know this because i do music video reactions and i am fully aware that when i react to a music video if i choose to show the music video i know for a fact that i'm not going to be monetizing and that is a decision that i make as a creator which is perfectly fine because we're all allowed to make those decisions now uh the second question the second portion of this is bringing down the bringing down the media files is i get it but at the same time it's 2021 And I actually feel like no matter what, that stuff is going to get around somehow. People are going to find a way to see this type of stuff. And for me, storyline-wise, it just contradicts it. It contradicts the fact that they're playing it off of A, Kenny is the one that's, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, couldn't couldn't build the explosives. Okay, then, so then leave the video up whatever but it doesn't you know it doesn't make a difference to me at the end of the day whether or not they take the video up or down but it does just kind of i don't know i just feel like the whole way that this has been handled after the explosion has not been handled well whatsoever i i said this on the raw podcast i'll reiterate reiterate it again i did not agree with how uh tony khan went about went about basically um saying that what did the fans expect? <laughs> well, we expected I, totally different. I thought it was all good until then. I thought, okay, leaning into it, trying to turn it into a story, that makes sense. Saying, well, what did you expect? Ooh, I didn't like that. Um, I don't like that whatsoever. Somebody says, yeah, it's because AEW uploaded the whole scrum on their YouTube channel. They I don't, don't do that. Yeah, they do, they do, but they do it the next yeah. day. And even beyond that, I don't care. We're up covering this stuff. Like we're, we're up until one in the morning, two in the morning covering this stuff. It's our job. Like that's how we make the money back from even ordering the pay-per-view to cover it to begin with. Like we don't get comped these shows. Sometimes Denise does with her little codes and all that stuff, but what? (laughs) Hey, leave me out of it. With her her little bleacher report relationship she's got there. Okay. First of all, you got that all (laughs) wrong. And if you listen to my shows, you would know that that came out of my own pocket, Sean. Did it? Yes, it did. Because you know what? I am willing to invest in myself. I am willing to invest. And you just prejudged me and said, oh, well, this fancy pants Hollywood South (laughs) has a relationship with Bleacher Report. I post post judged you. You judged me when you didn't think, hey, maybe Denise has a kind heart. And she said, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to give something back to the community here. No, I paid for someone to watch the pay-per-view and I paid for myself to watch the pay-per-view. Somebody says videos take time to edit their professional company. Chill. No, it was a raw, unedited video from start to finish. Do not act like you know more about me than this situation. You do not know more about me than this situation. I have covered every single scrum that they've done except one it is it is not something I'm that you do scrums. <laughs> yeah you will well i probably won't be either anymore i don't know but. they ghost me sometimes to be real with well you. i mean you tends to ghost me i mean here's the thing i got ghosted on interview requests what? all leading up to it but that's that's their right that's their they can choose to give somebody or not give me interviews yeah. all they want i don't care about that i can get interviews but like claiming the, the the media stuff, it's like okay, you know, I love my job; it's a cool job. But hey, let let us just do our job and let us let us do the right thing. There. I just feel like sometimes the problem is is that they want to get the press, but they also want to be the press too. 
You mm. get me? You got to pick one or the other. If you're going to give this up to people, you got to let them do it their own way. You got to let them make money out of, you know, whatever they can. And uh, this guy. I've watched them all as well. You act like a professional company doesn't send stuff through multiple people before it's posted. What are you talking about, mate? We are sitting there on the scrum. What are you talking about? You have no clue what you're talking about. You banned. I am Malucha says, seems like AEW is using the same screw the fan tactics they so passionately critique. Sad day for us. No, I don't think that I don't think that's the case. Um I, I don't think that asking or or pulling down pay-per-view footage is screw the fans tactics. I think they are protecting their um their intellectual property. WWE does not have as much skin in the game for pay-per-view as as the others do. Bob Harris says, hey guys, thanks for the report on Raw. We'll be out of the hospital today. Who do you think will be hot in 2021? And uh, Or he says, Hall of Fame in 2021. <laughs> Anybody else that you're expecting? And Bob, we're so happy to hear that you're, you're getting out of the hospital today. But um, what do you think uh, about the Hall of Fame class this year? Well, I almost feel like there's already, you know, they have to do all of the 2020 names. So I'm hoping that it's not too many people that are added because we all know these shows tend to go really long. So part of me is even a little surprised that they're adding, you know, a bunch of new people considering that they already had their 2020 slate. And I kind of prefer those people getting their proper amount of shine. And I'm sure that everybody wants their proper amount of time in the spotlight talking about their career, etc. So I kind of hope that it doesn't get like, 20 people being inducted or whatever yeah uh sean waltman was inducted in 2019 he was announced in 2020 he's gonna go in in 2021 denise isn't that crazy it's wild he's got like a three-year non-stop party yes Um, you know it makes me sad too because if you think about this like for me, I I got engaged at WrestleMania. After WrestleMania, I got I don't know if you, I don't know if I put that out there, but I got engaged after WrestleMania the night of, and I thought, okay, I'm gonna have a one year engagement. My engagement's now three years. Well, now it's gonna be on Google. Now that you mentioned that, um, <laughs> thinking about people who will be put in there, I could see Kane added. That would that would make a lot of sense to me. Uh, I don't think they're gonna go like too heavy. Uh, Rob Van Dam makes a lot of sense because they're doing the documentary on him. I think it'll be a relatively small class. Uh, but yeah, I think that they're they're going to have a couple people like that because you can't have this thing last like forever. I ain't, I ain't watching it. Save Kane for next year. He's somebody that has to be like the main. You know, they always have like their oh, main. Oh, I, I don't think they'll have him be the main one. Why not? I don't think so. I think yeah. Undertaker will be the main one in Texas next year. Yeah, but like he could do his separately, right? But I don't sure. know. What I'm saying. Like, it's just, I don't know. Like, for me, I just feel like I think Kane could be a main one. Joe Marcinek says, Who do you think is Kenny's next big pay per view feud? Christian. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply or Cody, either or both would really establish this run. Keep up the good work. I don't think it'll be Cody because Cody has, uh, he's out of the, the title picture. Christian, I don't think they would throw him in there just yet. I mean, his next pay-per-view program is going to be either Moose or Rich Swan Denise. They announce a title yeah. for title match, which is humongous. Pretty good, actually. And all due respect to Kenny Kingston, who or Eddie Kingston, who, who came out there at the end of Revolution. He's had a bunch of title shots. He hasn't won. I don't want to see him 
in another title match right now. I, I don't want to see that. But who do you think they can do? You see, I have mine down the line. I would like it to be, and this is not going to happen because I don't think it's going to happen right now. I think they're going to milk it for a while. But I do down the line want to see Hangman Page there. But I just don't see it happening right now necessarily. So I'm trying to think like, okay, Lance Archer, he's somebody that would be good, but I, he's not in that picture yet even, but that could be an option. Pack, there's still Pack. I think, would be a good feud. Um, trying to think of, like, who else I feel would be, like, up there right now. But those are just some of the names that come off at the top of my head, and I'll probably think of some more afterwards. Uh, Anakin JMT asks, uh, why do we think they're adding the 2020 Hall of Fame class? I don't have a good answer for that. I don't know why they're adding that. They could have just very well ran last year's class this year, Denise. Yeah, I I don't know. It's a little that's how I feel like just do the one class and then do the next one the next one. I think they should probably def- definitely trim some time off of the Hall of Fame ceremony. In general, in like every future Hall of Fame. Yeah. And if you're looking to trim in general, manscaped.com code fightful has you covered, get prepared for St. Patrick's Day with Manscaped. If you're going to get a little lucky, Manscaped is the global leader for below-the-waist grooming and the official sponsor of The List and Your Girl. To ensure you have the best tools for your family, Jules, visit manscaped.com and use the code FIGHTFUL for 20% off and free international shipping. You're in luck on this St. Patrick's Day because the Manscaped Performance Package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. A weed whacker, that's an ear and nose hair trimmer, which is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor or powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Your significant other is going to be pulling up next to you and saying, that thing got a Hemi? And you're going to say, yep. 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Use the best tools for the job. That bundle also has the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the best trimmer on the market for your balls, butt, and body, according to this copy that they sent me and I am reading directly from, which is not something I do often. But here's the here's the good thing. It's got advanced skin-safe technology, so you'll feel a little bit more comfortable trimming down there because it's not going to rip your balls open. You're not going to look like the main event of Sunday's AEW Revolution, people bleeding everywhere. You, you hit something and something else explodes. That's not going to happen with Manscaped.com code Fightful. Not no. <laughs> Some of the stuff that they wrote here is just ridiculous, and I'm not going to say some of it, but I will say the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and the Crop Reviver Ball Toner will maximize your ball hygiene routine. You can also get the Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag in this performance package. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL at manscaped.com. And how about this? Every purchase at manscaped.com goes towards uh, contributions made to the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. I love that. Um yeah, uh, I got to say, there are not ad reads. One, I don't ever read from the copy, Denise, but I did today. It wasn't that awful. I it was good. It, it was, it was good. That's Nobody the thing. likes nose hair or butt hair. Get rid of it. You're one of the you're one of the 79%, huh? Yeah, and ear hair too. If you have ear hair, please take that off. I, I'm, I'm very – like that. I got to say how happy I am with Manscaped because – Usually what, what people write does not, it does not nearly match up to what I can do. So I, I'm impressed. Anakin says, put their whole ad read on select. You Maybe. should. <laughs> well, I don't know. Are you allowed? To, I don't think you'd be allowed to do that, actually. Yeah, I could do that on select. They wouldn't mind. Oh, okay. Rob Wilkins says, very cr- proud. No Chris Kip Sabian <laughs> mistakes last night. Occasionally, uh, Rob mistakes one for the other. Um we got Evan Wright saying, with Daniels and Kaz teasing a breakup after the next taz, tag loss, they're 6-0. and Do you think they'll split after they challenge Bucks and go out on that? I do, Denise. I think that makes an awful lot of sense. It's a good story to build up to them getting a title shot and then probably eventually losing and Daniels kind of riding off into the sunset. Sure. Why not? I mean, they could probably get a, you know, a lot of usage out of telling that story. 
Yeah, so I think it makes a lot of sense to do that. Uh, we have I am Lucha saying Moose or Swan. Who you got? Who you prefer? Uh, I think that Moose makes a lot more sense, but Swan would have a really great match. I I like Swan. I think he's just so incredibly talented that I just love watching his matches. And because of that, because of his in-ring work, I, I want to see him still. Like, yes, Rich Swan. Reminder, guys, get those super chats in. Uh, Ray Callahan Jr. says Waltman has three years of Hall of Fame and then a return. I, I hope we get to see him come back. When I saw him say that, I was like, oh, thank God. Because he, he sort of unceremoniously retired. He was just like on a podcast and said, oh, you know what? I think I'm done. I was like, yeah. damn. <laughs> yeah. I was so sad. Exactly. And I just like, I feel like there's just so still so much more there left. I really do think so. I think maybe even more than he might think so. So I'm excited to see it when it does happen. I remember, uh, gosh, I want to say it was almost 10 years ago now, nine or 10 years ago, he did Chikara King of Trios and he brought one, two, three kid back for the first time in 15 years. And I flipped out. I saw the video of it and he did like his spin kick is one of my favorite moves ever where he catches him off the ropes. And um, I was actually working with an NXT wrestler to kind of like they were, they would send me footage of them doing it. And I was like, you can't do it like him. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like it's good, but you can't do it like him. Yeah. Evan Wright says Maki Ito respect army rise up. We have a Molly bell feature about Maki Ito coming up this weekend. What did you think of Maki? Good for her. I'm so happy for her. You know what? I hate to say it, but all the other all the other women are going to have to step it up around her because that's just the kind of charisma and presence that she is bringing, which is a good thing because if people keep stepping it up, the um, the better that the whole division will get. But yeah, she's easily outshining a lot of people. And she is also the fact that she got the best reception out of any surprise, any debut. That should tell you a lot there. And she's gotten her name out there very, very fast. And she's genuinely just likable and fun. So I'm excited. I hope, I hope they do something with that. You could see, you could see the joy in her face when she came out there. And she told me when I talked to her that she's, just not that big in Japan. And admittedly, I was not hip to her work until about a month and a half ago when people in our Q&A were like, check her out, check her out. And I checked out some incredible matches she did with Yamashita. And she is a perfect transplant from Japan to the US because she has that transcendent charisma where she doesn't have to speak great English. She can just transcend and, and just do that. And the BTE skit where Dark Order is backstage this week and they're saying... It sucks not having Anna here. Nobody can replace Anna. No woman will ever replace her. And Maki Ito pops in and goes, surprise, motherfuckers. And they're all happy. And Anna Jay is replaced. It's so good, Denise. It fits so well. Exactly. And that's the thing. That's what I said. Like, she's gotten her name out there speedy fast. And that's a very difficult thing to do. So ride that wave of momentum. I really hope she rides it. I hope they, you know, not not like that. She rides the wave of momentum. Whoa. And I hope the company, you know, utilizes that. Everybody got what I meant. Brian D'Ambra says, once the crowd gets her chance down, it's going to be money. Like when Suzuki comes to America, I think Suzuki will do good. And in I America, think that people as well. always think like, oh, people have to be fluent in English to get over. No, you don't. Charisma, charisma transcends language. Okay, it transcends I, it. Transcends it. Yeah, they WWE dropped the ball with Shinsuke Nakamura, but his would have transcended very well as well. Just letting him be him and do all that. Andrew Monaghan says, "Build on nice lawsuit if a success affecting WWE Peacock." I have not uh, read up on that, so I can't really comment on that but I will learn about it. Daniel R says, have you ever seen a wrestler been like, I wish I had known about them before. Is it me? Or for me, it's Eddie Kingston. He's great. Well, for me, it, it was Maki Ito. I wish I had learned about Maki Ito before a month ago, a month and a half ago. I mean, I had seen her work. I had heard her name, but I was not that hip to her. Was there, have there been any wrestlers like that for you, Denise? That I wasn't like, what do you mean? Like not aware of, or. And then you see them maybe late in their career and you're like, Oh, hot damn. I wish I knew about them before. I can't think of anyone. I mean, I'm sure there's a bunch of people, but it's more just like, all right, I kind of came in at the right time for everybody or at the time that I kind of felt I should have. Well, WWE is heading over to Peacock, Denise. The Did you word see that Variety article? 
Yeah, I did. Yeah. Not looking great. Not looking. No. The integration looks like it's fumbled. Um, the the rollout does not look great. The the classic content will not all be up until like August. There is no migration. This I, it's hard to believe that this is the way that anybody would have envisioned it, Denise. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I like. <laughs> Where do I even start with this? Honestly, I, I hate to be like, this is not an obvious thing, but I have to, I, I'm sorry, but I can't get behind the name Peacock. I'm, that's like one of my biggest issues. Don't ask me why, but isn't that like a thing? Like when people are doing like focus groups and they say like, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? I would not subscribe to an app called Peacock. It just, I'm sorry. It, it's not something that gets over with me. But in terms of speaking of the actual streaming service itself, I haven't downloaded it yet. I'm gonna, because I get cash back on it. So um, yeah, so if you have Bank of America, it turns out you get $5 cash back on the Peacock app. Really? So, yeah. And then there's eight days left. So I guess you got to do it fast. But anyway, so I'm going to do that so I can get my money back for at least a month. And, uh, but it really, like if it wasn't you, for the WWE content, I wouldn't go on. I wouldn't subscribe to Peacock. So you have Bank of America? Yeah. Which is BOFA? It's BOA. It's BOFA? I call it BOA. It's, it's BOFA. BOFA. It's I call it BOFA. BOA. Oh, okay. BOFA, Why? Huh? Are you going to hack Nobody's nuts! I don't get it. Come on. Come on. Joke went over my BOFA head. Is? You don't know Bofa went over your head? Yeah, it went over my head. <laughs> Look, can we go back to the peacock conversation? You know what a peacock is, right? Yeah, it's a okay. little a little bird. Thing. It ain't a little bird. It ain't a little bird. Whatever. It's a big it's ass the thing, right? It's a big <laughs> ass bird. But yes. Yes, indeed. I went to kindergarten, Sean. People people are very happy that I got you with Bofa. <laughs> what do you at least want to explain the joke for me that didn't get it? Or are you, you just like not gonna Bofa? Lie? Bofa D's nuts, Denise? Oh, come on. I don't get it. Oh, Denise. It's like both of these nuts. I okay, can't believe I'm explaining Bofa it. to a 20 something. But what's funny about it? Both of these Everything nuts. is funny about it, Denise. How is it funny? I don't get Denise, it. Denise, I still make mom jokes. It's hilarious. Mom jokes anyway. are not funny. Anyway, Denise, you know what I'm going to do every time I hit you with a joke? What? Not that again. Come on. We already did this. I'm going to. No, Denise. I'm going to thigh slap every single time. Oh, oh, that thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about it. Bam. Bam. WWE banned thigh slaps. (laughs) And uh, they... They have a sign up backstage that says no thigh slapping, which is kind of funny. Now, I can tell you that that guest trainers that I've worked with in the past have said, oh, I know that thigh slapping, like a lot of people hate it. Some people don't like it, but it helps with timing. And for some people, like the turning away from a kick or a strike, it lets them know when to bump. So, I mean, there, there are some reasons for it, but it did seem like it was getting out of hand. Lucha Underground days, they would just add the slap in no matter what. <laughs> Somebody would put on a, a wrist lock and it was like. <laughs> so, uh, oh, by the way, he's right. Everything about Bofa is hilarious. But Bruh, what, what where do you are think? these people from? What, what, Dear Fightful viewers, how is Bofa funny? Listen, this is an environment and a audience that i have cultivated yeah okay that and, tells me everything you're right you're right <laughs> this is a sean ross staff audience and I see now that you explain the joke it's not funny anymore that's the thing i hate having you explain well, the joke I'm sorry but i didn't get it it's just i mean get it no nah, i don't get it i don't get why it's funny i'm sorry the thigh slapping how do you feel about that well, it's kind of ironic considering that Shawn Michaels made an entire career out of it. But, hey, I just feel it's one of those situations that, you know what? I kind of think that the conversation about it kind of got blown out of out of the waters. Okay, see, I'm trying to say something, and I can't read and say this at the exact same time. So bring that. Hold on. Okay, 
I think the conversation around the around this is going to be forgotten about in about a month. I'm not going to won't be surprised if in a month the wrestlers are doing the exact same thing. I think it's one of those things where whoever Vince saw do this really ruined it for everybody. So I think it was just one of those things where he saw it and he just like was like, I'm I don't like the way this looks. We're done. It's beam banned. You done. And as you mentioned, Shawn Michaels is one of their coaches. Yeah. That's where I learned to thigh slap from, for the love of God. Uh, Ray Slover says, Peacock is in on the fire stick or Roku. Total fail. Well, I'm. you know what? I'm glad that I... I feel like a lot of stuff aren't on the Roku, because I had Roku, and now I don't have it anymore, because, like... They didn't really have that much, at least on mine. I think I have Peacock on the Roku. Like, I'm pretty sure. I've got my TV right up here, and I'm about to fire it up. I think so. I could be wrong. If it's not on the Roku, that's a big problem. I don't know. Peacock. I Chromecast every, everything, so. That's fair. That's that's what I've been doing, too. Yeah, but. it just makes my life so much easier. I felt yeah. so bad. My mom didn't know what a Chromecast was, and I was like, you're just not living your life right, Mom. You yeah, got to pe- do something. Peacock is in the uh, Roku store. Uh, yeah, I've got it right here on my Roku TV. So, yeah, just so you all know. Um, up next, we had that weird-ass Raw segment that we couldn't make any sense of. What the hell was that? You see how terrible that is? It was so weird. It was so weird. And... <laughs> It was bad. It was one of the worst things I have ever seen, okay? <laughs> and I will, okay, so like I told you this off air, but last week I, w- I kind of zoned out during this. like, And I was looking at something else on another tab, and I thought, well, I'm not hearing anything. I'm not missing anything. <laughs> well, it turns out I was missing a lot. So I had to go back, rewatch this segment, and I could not believe that this all went down. Like it was one of those things where I just thought, what the hell? What's going on? It was just, and I know we talked about this already on Raw, and you said that it, this was the way that it was supposed to be, but I just don't, I can't, like, if I'm a person trying to create some sort of segment, I just, my brain, I'm, I'm, I don't consider myself that brilliant. I'm not a brilliant writer or anything like that, but I just feel like I would come up with something just a lot better to get people over with this storyline to get them. And here's the thing too. I told you, I don't mind seeing Braun versus Shane at WrestleMania. I really yeah. don't. I, I, I know they're going to do some fun spots and I'm here for that. I like that type of stuff. All right. Sue me. I like it. But the thing is that the way I never imagined that this was the way that it was going to take to get there. And that's what's a little bit of a turnoff. So I almost don't want to see any segment of this and I want to go into Wrestlemania and actually be looking forward to this match instead of feeling like I am ir- like irritated about it yeah and and I hope that they add um, I hope that they add Adam Pierce to this as well that's that's what I would like to see uh, Ray asks if I got his Peacock Super Chat send it again buddy uh, I'll, I'll read it but yeah I want to just watch Braun throw him off of stuff like that's it <laughs> I'm sorry. I just can't with the peacock. All right. Evan Wright says, me or there's zero buzz around NXT tonight. I don't think that's true at all. They've got two big announcements, which we're, we're going to talk about right now. The announcements, as reported by Justin Barrasso of Sports Illustrated, are two-night takeover. Love that idea. Love that idea. I mean, quite frankly. I don't think it's too much. Two nights takeover, two nights. Oh, oh I, I just want to go ahead and say, Denise, fuck that week. Fuck that week. I am not excited about it at all. Are you going to go to WrestleMania? No, I'm not, I'm not vaccinated. I'm not going. But it's going to be Monday Raw, Tuesday Impact in, in Hall of Fame, Wednesday AEW and NXT, Thursday NXT, Friday SmackDown, Saturday WrestleMania, Sunday WrestleMania, Monday Raw after WrestleMania. They're probably moving NXT to that following Tuesday if they move that night. Then Wednesday is AEW. We're that is a that is a lot. Oh, by the way, we we get a we get a one night break Thursday, and then it's the SmackDown after Mania, which is going to have some big stuff too. Yeah, you stressed me out, Sean. Now I'm stressed. Thanks, man. Ray Callahan says Peacock doesn't uh, doesn't have timestamps on matches. I love the deal at first, but that bums me out. That bums me out too. Sorry to go back and forth, guys, but yes, 
I've heard that their SEO is really bad. WWE's is really bad too. And WWE brought in people, people that I personally know to work on their SEO, Denise. That's not good. These aren't good signs. Well, I heard that you also can't, like, if you tune in late, can't you rewind. can't rewind. And that just seems kind of outrageous to me. Like, how do you not, how do you not rewind? Like, how do you not allow that? Like, I like to restart from beginning or, you know, hey, I need to go back and rewatch this because I wasn't paying enough attention. Like, it's just something that just seems so basic to have. So I'm a little bit terrified by that. I love WWE's method of that. Like the, the, the back 15 seconds button or back 10 seconds button. That way I can grab a screenshot of something. Yeah, that too. Exactly. Screenshots can be done. Now you either get them or you don't, which sucks because I usually have to rewind and get the screen. I can't get the screenshot like right at the moment. And then because you don't know the moment's going to happen for your screenshot. And yeah. then also the timestamps for me, like it, it that's going to be an issue if I'm going to go back and rewatch a show, not maybe during the live version, because you don't you don't even get those during the live version, right? No, no. no. So that doesn't really. So for me, the timestamps is not that big of a deal. For me, it's more of like the rewinding and not being able to watch things live. And I just hope the interface is like user friendly because if it's yeah. not, that's a big turnoff. Like you'll just be like, "Ugh, I can't deal with this. Kevin Seats says nothing worse than ESPN+. Plus. It is, a, it is amazing to me how trash these platforms are. For everybody that asks about when's Fightful Select going on the website, we don't want a nightmare like that. So that's why. Uh, that's why. Oh, God. Phil Felice says plus. Money. Yeah, I know. Plus the collective and indie stuff, man, you're you're not kidding. There's going to be a lot of it. Uh, also, the the women's tag team titles, we don't need those. We've spoke about that at length. We do not need NXT women's tag team titles, Denise. No. Oh, should Taya be the one to take the title off of EO? I don't hate that idea, but I think Taya should be up on Raw. And Wild Boy says, any ideas for the Raw after Mania debuts? I would like Taya to be one of the Raw after Mania debuts with okay. John Morrison and The Miz, Denise. Mm, I don't know because I know I'd rather have her do her own thing. Really? I, think I mean that much more. I think she I would she play. She dragged down and end up being a shadow to The Miz. So, no. Oh, I, I think she do her own thing. I think she should lead that group. I think she should be the leader of that group, like a Hollywood group, because she was supposed to do Glow before they got canceled. Morrison's done some movies, obviously. The Miz has done a few. Uh, but she's the main one I expect. But also, I it's very WWE to just be like, oh, Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro are on the main roster. Here you go. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, Nick says, what other NBA courses do we think Shane is taking? He is mastering in being suspenseful. That's what he's doing. Oh, okay. MC says, do you know how long the pre-show and main card are scheduled for Mania? Last I heard, it was one match each uh, for the the pre-show. I don't know how long the main card is set. Uh, I had heard they were going to target eight or nine matches each night, but that's the last I heard, and I have not heard anything since then. Um, I'm very curious as to how many people are actually traveling to WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, I, I'm so curious about it. Well, uh, I don't think Soldier Boy is going to go there, Denise. I, I got to say, his reaction to watching WWE was very funny. He was like, people are spitting acid and doing cutscenes on there. He's like, it sucks, except for the Hardy Boys and the Dudleys and John Cena and Brock Lesnar. They're cool. And he said he didn't know Randy Orton. Now, I don't like the way that Randy Orton has responded in some of this stuff. It's very eh, but... If he, if Soldier Boy knows who John Cena and Brock Lesnar are, he definitely knows who Randy Orton are because they quite literally came up at the exact same time. I have zero, and what you call zero interest in anything that Soldier Boy is doing, and it irritates me. And how many people were so upset at how Bad Bunny was a topic of discussion for like two weeks? When he's at least respectful and never says anything insulting or offending, yet you have people like Soldier Boy and Bow Wow who are just acting all, you know, crazy or whatever. I'm not a fan of this. I could care less, and I hate the fact that I even had to cover this. I was I, when I when I when I saw the whole Randy Orton Soldier Boy drama, I was like, oh god, I got to pay attention to this. No, not feeling this whatsoever. And I don't want to see it on my television. 
Brian Mahoney says, why do you guys think North American promotions have never tried uh, to subtitle foreign in-ring promos? I'm a huge fan of Joshi Wrestling, wouldn't mind reading because I want to care about them. I think a lot of it has to do with timing. Uh, by the time they get subtitles up, if it's live, it'll be uh, the facial reactions might not match up. If you have them up before, people will be like, oh, well, that's scripted. I think they should give it a go. Uh, but why, why do you think, Denise? I just think there's a lack of representation. And that's yeah, I, you know what? Probably, probably and also I hate when they give, and I'm speaking for the Hispanic people because I'm Hispanic and I can speak for the Latinos and Latinas and all of that. But I hate when they make people that don't have a heavy accent, have a heavy accent, even though they don't just because we're, you know, Latinos or whatever does not mean we all have an accent and you don't have to push it on television because that is very stereotypical. I also do not think that there's enough representation, especially uh, of how they're actually getting booked, especially for the Latinos, because we're all sort of slotted in the exact same position. And that's what I think is an issue. As we wrap up, Christian to AEW, we'll touch on this briefly because we've spoken about it at length this week. Do you think that Tony Khan oversold this? Do you think Big Show or Paul White oversold it? And do you think that wrestling fans themselves sort of worked themselves into a shoot? Okay, Paul White did not oversell it. He did him justice with that. Although I was pretty amazed to hear that when they made that announcement, Christian wasn't even signed yet. I know he revealed that on Renee's podcast. I thought, well, that's a little bold, right? (laughs) Um, Paul White promoted him justly. Tony Khan definitely overhyped over made it seem like it was a lot bigger than it was. And I hate to say that because I don't want to insult Christian, but you know, there's different levels of star power and that's nothing to take away from Christian. It's just that it was overhyped. I think at the end of the day, not everybody was going to be satisfied with who it was unless it was going to be somebody like a Brock Lesnar or a CM Punk that was really going to rattle and really be newsworthy. But both of those options actually no. The CM Punk option seemed plausible until he shot 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 that shut that down on on <laughs> on Twitter. Brock Lesnar never seemed plausible to me whatsoever. So uh, yeah, I do think that people not, I don't think people worked themselves. I think that they just, I think they had the right to be upset because when you hear, oh, this is a big, 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 big star, or, you know, biggest star you can get, you're going to think, all right, well, who's the big, big, big star? Who's that yes. person? And that's just natural. That's just how our brains are going to work. I am a Lucha says, Denise, say it again for the old timers in the back about representation. I completely agree. They need more. Uh, Kieran George says, if WWE were somehow to get Brock against Mania for Lashley, where they had the main event night two, it's the biggest match WWE could do right now. That's that's a tough one. Like, I think that could main event over Reigns and Edge even. Um they got to have Sasha and Bianca main event a night. Now they're screwing themselves. They're making it less important by the day, but yeah, look, here's my thing when it comes to WrestleMania main events, because I think that whatever the hottest feud is, that should be the main event. And it bums me the hell out that Sasha and Bianca are not the hottest feud right now. And that bums me out. If they were to just magically do Brock and Lashley, Well, obviously, we have no signs of that right now, so I can't even see that. That would have to be, first off, interesting. And I get it. Everybody's automatically assumed it's going to be interesting. Okay, well, that's also what we thought with Sasha and Bianca. Right now, the perfect option really is having Roman Reigns main event two nights with Edge and Daniel Bryan. That, to me, seems what I'm feeling. Man, and I think it's possible, too. There'll be some backlash, though. D'Lo says, do you think NXT tag titles for the women are a way to get eyes on UK? Put the, yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, I do. But they could just put the, the WWE women's tag team titles over there, too. Like, they don't use them. But D-Lo, I think that's that's a fair point. And I do think that they will cross the line, so to speak, as you are suggesting. So, yeah, I hadn't really considered that. But, yeah, you're right. Yep, that's me. Sends us a nice super chat donation. That is uh, five bucks American for those of you going, whoa! <laughs> Destiny. You're an expert. I do. I've learned these conversion rates. Destiny Fomos is here for the Denise show and her sidekick, Sean. I'll be Denise's Robin. I don't care. Thanks. My ego's not too big. Thanks, Sean. I appreciate that. 
Anakin says, report that name would give Vince a heart attack and didn't help either. I don't know what you mean, Anakin. Uh, I don't know what name you mean. If it was Brock, then yeah, it would make him flip out. But we've reached the end of this show. But you know what? Me and Denise are going to talk about wrestling themes over on Fightful Select for about 10 minutes. So Denise, tell the people where they can find you. All right. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. I'm almost at 17K on Twitter. I finally surpassed 20K on Instagram. So come follow me there. And then youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. Please go follow me there. There's a lot of stuff going up, some stuff that's going up today even. So make sure to check that out. And then uh, after you're done watching Sean's AEW NXT recap, you can come check mine out on F4W Online, episode 24, now pro wrestling. Ew. Chalice, I got a one-woman show. Who did they ever beat? I actually really like your show. You do really well with it. Guys, please leave a thumbs up. I'm dropping an interview with Rhett Titus this week. Got a bunch of news breaking on Fightful Select, as always. That's the most direct way you can support us. YouTube just keeps taking more and more and more. So subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. Go to twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. Until next time, we're out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.